You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your midday news for Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. A Coon Rapids man remains in custody at the Carroll County Jail following his arrest last week for allegedly attacking at least two people on February 26th. According to Carroll County District Court records, 30-year-old Joshua Alexander Green is charged with assault causing bodily injury, a serious misdemeanor, and assault, a simple misdemeanor. An affidavit from the Coon Rapids Police Department says when officers arrived at the scene, they found the male victim on the floor with multiple lacerations to his face caused by a closed fist hit from Green. During the exchange, a female victim was also injured when she tried to shield the male victim from Green. He was booked into the Green County Jail on the assault charges and held on a $5,000 surety bond. Green's preliminary hearing at the courthouse is slated for Friday, March 10th. After collecting feedback from the public, the Carroll City Council has voted to remove the yellow signage found throughout the downtown business district. At the council's February 13th meeting, city officials considered a request to have these signs removed due to concerns about their condition and dated appearance. A resolution to remove the signs failed. However, the council indicated they would be willing to take it up again after giving the public time to provide feedback. Matt Miners, the Chamber of Commerce's Economic Vitality Director, says they reached out to downtown businesses asking if they'd like the signs to remain as they are. The question that was asked, it was a one-question survey, do you want to keep the yellow business signs in the central business district? Fourteen no's, they do not want to keep the yellow signs. Five yeses and eight indifference. Miners adds they also received five responses by email and all five favored having the signs removed. He notes the survey did not specifically ask respondents for their reasoning, but some did provide that information. Some individuals did email and give some commentary that it was the fading, the C's, the, just the inconsistent yellows, essentially, if you will. You know, it, it was kind of the basic commentary that we have heard so far on the issue. Interim City Manager Jeff Kaler says City Hall also received some feedback from the public and those responses reflected the Chamber's data. I received a total of five. One was to leave the signs, four were to take them out. And I think there's a little bit of overlap on some of the names I just saw here, but it was, like say, four to one in favor of taking them out. Because the issue had been voted on at a previous meeting, the city council could bring it back for reconsideration by one of the members that previously voted against it. A motion from at-large councilmember Laverne Dirks to do that passed 5-1, to one, with Ward 1 Councilman Tom Bordnero being the sole nay vote. The motion to remove the signs passed, passed on a 4-2 to two margin, with Ward 3 Councilman Kyle Bauer and Bordnero opposed. City officials directed staff to begin planning for the removal of the dozens of signs that have marked downtown for nearly 20 years. And the Carroll Chamber of Commerce hosted the 16th annual Court Classic this past weekend in gyms throughout the community, and organizers are calling it a success at every level. A total of 45 teams competed in the youth basketball tournament on Saturday and Sunday. Program Director Ashley Shabel says, We had a great weekend for basketball, and I can't say enough about our Court Classic team and all the volunteers that helped make it run so well. It takes many people, from site coordinators and concession stand workers to the local schools who allowed the use of their gyms for the Court Classic to operate efficiently, and Shabel thanks everybody involved for their assistance. 
The influx of players, parents, and fans was an economic boon for the community as well. More than just the gyms were packed last weekend as local businesses and restaurants capitalized on the increased traffic. Eight teams were named champions in their respective divisions and were presented championship shirts from Culver's and medals donated by Trophies Plus. A list of the winners is included with this story on our web website. And we are going to step away here for just a moment. We'll be right back. More news is on the way after this on KCIM. March doesn't have a lock on all the madness. We've got some too. And we're giving away Mini Coopers at each Wild Rose location in Clinton, Emmitsburg, and Jefferson. It's Mini Madness now through March 31st. Earn points for entries when you play with your club wild card at Wild Rose Casino and Hotel, and you could score your own Mini Cooper. See Club Wild for details. Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Jefferson. You'd rather be here. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. I am here at Pringer Slumberland, Matt. Again, a new product for Pringers. We're happy to introduce Lexington to the market. Lexington is a quality line of furniture that gives you all sorts of different choices. They've got bedroom furniture, living room, dining room. With their upholstery, couches, recliners, everything like that, they make it so easy to do whatever you want, however you want. Endless customization options with the Lexington and high-quality durability. This is top-of-the-line furniture built to last. It's something that you buy once and you're done. Heirloom-quality furniture. It's See the brand new line of Lexington furniture and more here at Pringers Lumberland, 1318 Highway 30 West in Carroll. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. According to the latest data from the Iowa Department of Agriculture in AAA, Iowa, fuel prices in the state held mostly stable over the past week. As of Wednesday, March 1st, the average price for a gallon of regular unleaded gasoline was $3.17, a $0.02 decrease from last week and $0.23 lower than a year ago. National prices were $0.19 over Iowa prices at $3.36 per gallon, a $0.04 drop from February 22nd. Diesel prices in Iowa were down $0.09 to $3.97 per gallon compared to $3.81 per gallon this time last year. The national average was recorded at $4.40. Wholesale ethanol was unchanged from $2.16 per gallon. In heating fuels, propane prices held steady at $1.95 per gallon. Home heating oil was up $0.01 cent to $3.42 per gallon. And natural gas prices at the Henry Hub reporting site jumped $0.38 cents to $2.71 per MMBTU. Kemper Catholic Schools is hosting a town hall meeting at the high school tonight to provide updates to community members. According to Marketing and Enrollment Director Aaron Sundrup, the event begins at 6 o'clock at the high school gym. Sundrup says there will be five areas from the strategic plan that school officials will be highlighting. Marketing Enrollment is our three-year-old preschool program. Academic Excellence will be our STEM programming. Catholic Identity will be the addition of our campus minister. Finance. We'll talk a little bit about our Face Forward campaign, and then we'll talk a little bit about buildings and grounds and the five-year anniversary of the Kemper Field House. Sundrup says the program should be about an hour long. A major topic up for discussion is the introduction of education savings accounts, or ESAs. ESAs are state-funded accounts for private school students to help support the success of kindergarten through 12th grade students. The bill, which was signed into law in January, establishes a framework and funding for savings accounts that may be used for families to cover tuition, fees, and other qualified educational expenses. Sundrup says anyone with questions about ESAs 
is encouraged to attend. We'll talk a little bit about the ABCs of what ESAs mean for families and incoming students, and then we'll talk a little bit about what that means for Kemper's future. Sundrip says that the town hall is open for anybody wanting to see what Kemper Catholic schools can offer new or current students. After the event, individuals in attendance are encouraged to go to the cafeteria to have their individual questions answered. Again, the town hall is tonight at the Kemper High School gym starting at 6 p.m. The Carroll Community School District Board of Education has approved the 2023-24 school calendar. According to school officials, all staff will report for professional development on Friday, August 18th, with the first day of school officially set for Wednesday, August 23rd. Once school formally kicks off, teachers will have eight days set aside for professional development throughout the year. Thanksgiving break is four days long, and that starts on Tuesday, November 21st, with classes resuming on Monday, November 27th. Winter break begins on Friday, December 22nd, and will run through the beginning of January of next year, with classes starting on Wednesday, January 3rd. Some new changes coming to the district in the new school year. Uh, there's a few of them. The first is that the one only one day each semester is going to be set aside for parent-teacher conferences. That's a change from the previous two-day schedule. The second change is spring break is going to be lasting a week, and that starts Monday, March 11th, with classes resuming a week later on the 18th of March. The last day of school is slated for Wednesday, May 29th. Again, that's, that's for next year. Seniors' last day will be Wednesday, May 22nd, with graduation scheduled for Sunday, May 26th of 2024. Stakeholders with additional questions about the calendar can use the contact points that are included with this story on our website. And that is going to wrap up your look at KCIM's Midday News for Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter on the web at 1380kcim.com or through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.